Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Keep up on comics and movies Two phone ring, I answer hoodies I can't talk, call back if you please Listening to Blackcast You don't know what you are missing Damn fine show hosted by Christian He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing Listening to Blackcast Click subscribe on this podcast You won't be the first, but don't you be last Listen while you pumping your gas Listening to Blackcast on this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listening to Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listening to Blackcast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. So hard like Johnny Lithgow. Listen and a black. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Black Cast. And the problem with that is I told Jeff he would go second and then I went second. Yeah, but I could feel you were going to go second, yeah. so I knew what to do. Yeah, because I said it was going to be based on who was the most handsome, and uh, I, I just put myself last. But in actuality, you and I always thought I was more handsome than were, Jeff. Yeah. Well, well, not realized, than Will, because that's crazy talk. That's insane. No, you It guys. was obviously based on inner beauty. I'm handsome and- because I'm friends with you guys. Uh, no, I think you were handsome before you met us and definitely before you met Jeff, because I knew you before we met Jeff, but not before I met Leah. I was like handsome when I met you guys. And now I'm, I'm this. Yeah. What happened? I, <laughs> sadness. Sadness. Well, it is a joyous occasion because it is, uh, the celebration of my birth. Yes. But in addition to that, it's actually the first time that the three of us are doing the show together in I'd say two and a half months because the last one was in this very house for the Black House Christmas party. I don't think the three of us were together after that. Uh, I did a Star Wars with Jeff, a Star Wars with Will. uh, And then I've just been doing other shows with, you know, my real friends, comic book artists and uh, um, let's see. Oh, I did a couple with because you were you did the Dave Dorman one. I was there. All right. So I've seen you a few times, but never with Will. Stay close to that microphone. It's Jeff. tough. I'm up on it. Because uh, you boys have uh, differing schedules now. And Will, yes. you're the, the big time because you have to work That's all day big now. Big time, bitch. Yeah. Big. And you want to hear a bigger time. Oh. Do you want to hear the biggest time? By the way, he stuck out his pinky when he drank that water. <laughs> Wait, I can do a better sound. Oh, much better. That's what a bong uh, sounds like. Yep. Yeah. Mouth bong. <laughs> I remember. So they called me back in college. So, uh, Will, bong. you're you're like busy all all day during the week now. And I do friend. work. And my like prime bong. my prime time for recording is uh, like weekdays. Well, eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. Eleven a.m. is is just the dream time because yeah. you need time to get a pump. We did a lot of eleven a.m. recording. Yeah, because yeah. I, it's after like I had enough time to get a pump yeah. and a shower. Yes. Then over to after buzz, right. easy to record. And then a lot of times I would rope uh, Zia into coming a little bit early. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> the first one of the new year, mm, I think. Is it really? Uh, yeah, because I usually forget to bring it. when I If I'm not with both of you guys, I definitely forget oh. to bring it. And then half the time with you guys, I Let forget me, to bring can it. Can I pose this question? Yeah. Just for the, the true black cast diehard fans on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So David Hines it's and really, Matt Rader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, um, Dominica Saxon. Dominica Saxon. Those are the three. Yeah. Those are the three. Um, Lisa Kaplan. So to four. you... Okay, to you four. Yeah. Um, it's the best when it's when we're all together. Yeah. And, know. you know, speaking of right? David Hines... I just need no, no, I look, I agree. I think it's, it's the most I'm not fun. saying it's not cool that you don't, like, no. hang out with Clis Claremont. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> what happened? One sip of a beer and I'm... Yeah. Clis Claremont. Uh, Chris Claremont and all these cool people. But, yeah. like, people just want to hear dick jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. They do. And yeah. they do, like, At the end of the, the three day. of us. And even when somebody... Uh, I, I had a... <laughs> Chris Claremont's cool, but Clitoris Claremont's <laughs> even cooler. It's true. Yeah. My Ding the goddamn bell. That was great. I wanted to let him hang there. I you stop that, right there. By the way, that can't, that can't be Our the title of the episode because I want to be able to talk to him to again. Talk to him again. Do you think he's now a Black Cast fan and listens to old epi- listens to current episodes? And no. it's like, they called me Clitoris Claremont. No, no, no. Because he, I, whenever I talk to him, I do it initially for an After Buzz or a popcorn talk show. Yes. So that helps. See, Lick, uh, Chris Lick, likes Lick the, Claremont. Whoa. Lick, Lick Claremont. <laughs> Chris likes the exclamatory Mr., but Clitoris likes the exclamatory blister because it looks a little bit like a blister what about a sister so when we're talking about extreme black cast fans are either or both of you aware from twitter what david hines is doing in his extreme fandom yes this it's insane it's a monumental task i find it to be uh a huge token it's like i find it incredibly flattering does he i also find it borderline insane yeah there's no way anybody could give a shit about us that much so do you know what he's doing jeff i can make a educated educated guess guess. he is going back and listening to every black cast from episode two onward because he doesn't have episode one i do have episode one i will send it to him but i told him only as a reward no no he (laughs) listens to the rest (laughs) you know what he might if he finishes we might we might have to unless matt and casey steps up we might have to make our exclusive black cast yeah. bonus episode. It would have to be for David Hines. You yeah. know what? No, I, you know what? I'm gonna say it could be for both of them. They they would, but because it's true. Think of everything that it's Matt has true. done for us. Yes, I'm. Th- yeah. I say this in yeah. jest. But those are the two. I who would, would basically get it. give. Matt uh, and a I'm handy. sorry, uh, Dominica yeah. Saxon. If they choose to send it to you, then you can hear it. But I would only send it uh, to the two of them. So yeah, I I I'm going to I think semi reward him with black cast one. How awkward but is that? First in episode? thinking about that, because Blackcast One is, I think, a solid thirty minutes, and wow. I was just thinking, like, even though Jeff, you weren't there for it, no, nope. might it not be fun to get in a studio and, you know, live stream us just listening to it, but commenting <laughs> yeah. and reacting, like, you know, riff tracksing. Do the we first say Black a lot Cast. of offensive things? We'll get in trouble. For I that? actually have no idea what it sounds like. I haven't listened to it. I've actually listened to it. Well, there's never. only one way to find out, and we yeah. have to do it See, publicly yeah. and yeah. live. Well, I think I that's thought more you important. Were asking if we could do that now. <laughs> what? what? I don't have it with me. I, I don't have it with me. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but Blackcast One has been canceled. Uh, so, but the, so he's up to like 28. Yeah. Yeah, and I was Twitter, just like, was like I was I just like, the... oh man, he's like really powering through. Yeah, 
And he got up to the uh, Will versus Food, which yeah. was Man versus Food, which Superman was versus food Superman challenge. versus yeah. Food, and it Man was of Will Steel was coming out. Yeah, and you were having uh, what was it, a Carl's Junior uh, specific sandwich? I forget, but it was the some buns, Superman themed thing. Yeah, and the buns were Krispy Kreme donuts. One, one sandwich had yeah. Krispy Kreme donut buns. Yeah. Was this yeah. when you were getting in shape? Or I was like, he was super, he was jacked. Already. I was like, nice, way more shredded. This, is, this yeah. was way past pain and gain territory. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so you I, were just like size wise. I don't know if I reading this straight. Into like yes, I was bus. ready to go. I had a pocket full of like Tums and Hell yeah. because right after that, I was going to see Man of Steel and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get sick and have to shit myself watching this movie. <laughs> so, and that's when I saw it before I saw it with my ex-wife and didn't tell her. And then when I, I saw I it a second story. time, she got mad at me that I'd seen it without her the yeah. first time. Uh, you know what we call that? The beginning of the end. But anyway, <laughs> it really was. It was honestly Superman that broke. Uh, Is there yeah. another movie that you did shit yourself or almost shit yourself? I have shit myself before, but not theater? not in a movie. Have you had no. to like? Run I was so out close to my house too. To, no, I've never had to run out of a movie to shit. No. The last time oh, I can definitely oh, remember Jeff's having to run me out of a movie to. was Thor two, and it's like you'd think because it was bad. <laughs> Probably the most perfect movie to have to run out of to right? take a shit. Exactly. You have to go back, honestly. I, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think Suicide really, Squad might be might be another good one of the Marvel yeah. movies. Of the Marvel movies, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Even though uh, that's a, a favorite of Zia's. So back to the uh, Superman versus Food Challenge. Wasn't there a video of that? There was. It's on YouTube. Is it's, it still on YouTube? It should be. Okay, because I, I think thought that maybe uh, Coltrane had it. And I feel bad because I haven't reached out to Coltrane in a while because the three of us haven't been together. He's a busy guy. And no, it, it's just more like the logistics. Like, we can't have him on right now because we're at Will's house. Right. It's, I mean, I, I think that when you fa- if you were to factor in a six laptop years ago, six minutes 39 seconds superman versus food challenge 364 views that's a pretty good amount that's Let, pretty all right impressive. so i'm going to message that to david hines to make sure that he yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that um but i find it so oh oh so the whole reason i brought it up when i did cuz i wanted to make sure we talked about that mm-hmm. on this episode is he does say that he thinks the show is best when it's the four of us uh which at that point, it means not Jeff. <laughs> but no, wait a minute. It does. It means not Jeff. Episode 28. Jeff's not yeah. around until after episode uh, So 100. he feels. I'm not in there until late 90s. Yeah. So he, he really? thinks that, that. He thinks that Will, myself, Coltrane, occasional interjection from Leah, but yes. remember, it wasn't much. He Didn't he think, say that Tebow time was bad? Nothing made. Nothing did, filled me with did more David joy. David say that? Pretty sure he did. I, I don't know. I mean, I think Tebow time is pretty amazing. He was like, Tebow time is not good. Yeah, um, I could have sworn he said that. I was I was texting with Zia uh, beforehand, and and she wrote, and I'm like, "Hey, we're doing the Blackcast right now. What would you like to say to Blackcast Nation? This is great. Tell them that, that I'm tired and I can't think of anything clever. Well done. That's not good at all. Well done. No, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's super clever. Uh, did he really say that Tebow time? I think Tebow time was amazing because. It was the best thing about Tebow time was the little intro that David produced for it. Yeah, which it's like tell my fans and Gator Nation, I'm say. coming back. I'm coming back. Yeah. I was like, of course you're coming back because you're never gonna. Well, that's not true. He did uh, bring the Broncos to the playoffs. Didn't what is? What he is won Tim... a playoff game. Yeah, no, you're right. You're His absolutely first right. Playoff game. What is Tim Tebow doing right now? He's uh, he an analyst. Plays... Oh no, he plays minor league baseball for the Mets. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. But. Other times he's like doing like commentary for ESPN. I'm yeah. gonna go through my notifications to find. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so let's uh, so. 
David Here we go. Hines, I uh, on the on February fourth, due to a lack of podcasts that I'm listening to right now, I decided to re-listen to all the Blackcast episodes. Unfortunately, I'm missing episode one, starting with episode two. Wish me luck. And then Raging Rhino says, ironically, the only episode I don't have is two. Just ask me. I'll send you two. I'll, I will send send them all of them. Well, wouldn't they How be do they able to exchange them? each Here, of those? Here's the, here's the worst part of this, though. Dominica Saxon. I've listened to them all, and trust me, that first one was pretty rough. <laughs> LOL. That LOL doesn't make it better, brah. Well, he stuck around, so. Here we go. A day ago. Current, this is David Hines. Currently through the first 21 episodes on 22, on 22, enjoying the Will Sterling vs. Food Challenge. I have lots of mental notes. I miss the four of you being together. Coltrane Leaks is sorely missed. The occasional Liev comments are a plus, and Tebow time is a negative. More to come. But he I, it, hates Tebow the time. The whole point of Tebow time is that I would give him exactly a minute, and no matter what he was saying, I would interrupt him, and then it would be over. <laughs> And then we moved away from that, and we started doing Halston Sage time. Oh, that's right. Who ended up playing Dazzler in uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, I don't know, but then it turned into, like, Liev would actually talk Halston during Sage. the podcast, the, the black cast. Yeah, Halston Sage, just some girl that he what decided What a celebrity. What a star. Well, she was on the Orville. I mean, oh. she keeps, you know, she's Wait, worked. was she the one that left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why she left because I, I only watched a few episodes of the of the, uh, the Orville. Yeah, yeah, I think I going to get a Dazzler TV it. show. Yeah, I, I, uh, Jason uh, Blair right now is like, I can't believe you don't you didn't watch it because he just likes it. There was like a minute where I'm like, oh, the Orville is the best Star Trek show on TV, and now there's just two Star Trek shows that are better than it. But yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, I my problem with the Orville was like it was like trying to be funny, but like in a way of like the one guy had like a big gulp on the bridge mm-hmm. and it was like, I'm, I'm drinking a soda while I'm, when I'm piloting the ship. And I'm like, I don't understand why that's funny. That was like, funny in like 1996. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if it was a funny in 1996 <laughs> either. Well, I'm pretty sure that Orville was meant to be set in 84, right? Oh, is it? 84. 1984. George Orr. Oh, oh wow. look no, at the literary. Orf- Orville, Orville is, is the, the Orwell. popcorn George guy, Orville. It sounds like Orwell. George so. Orville. Yeah. yeah. George Orville. <laughs> He's the one who, who went back to Orville 1984 and invented popcorn, you <laughs> <Yeah>. idiot. <laughs> Brave New World. <laughs> it sounds like pop, 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 pop. War is peace. Uh, ignorance is strength. Warren's Jeff peace. Jeff DeRay is funny. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Anyway, it's taking us like 15 minutes to just to just get ramp it up. Show it's been off a the long, ground. Long time. It's been <laughs> hey, a long time. Baby birds need their time before their wings <laughs> You're right. get strong. You're right. I wonder what the problem is with Tebow time. Well, I told uh, David that he's gonna have <laughs> to give us a. What do you mean? It's a minute, and he would. There would be like news about Tim Tebow, Maybe and it David was usually Hines. saying like, "I swear that he is going." You know, after he got cut by the Broncos for some other hack named Manning. I don't even remember who the guy was. It wasn't Eli. It mm. was it, it was the, the one that had only one Super Bowl win. So, mm. but, uh, yeah, so the, after they cut him for Peyton Manning, every week, Bujenski was always like, he will definitely get signed by another team, which he never did. No, he um, did not. The, the Mets signed him, but to, like, their single-A team. Yeah. And, That's uh, where he still is currently. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's uh, been called up to Double A yet. Double A Binghamton, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. I don't think he's played for them just yet. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Yeah, they used to be called the Binghamton Mets, and then they decided 
that they were going to go for some local flavor. And what's a rumble pony? Well, that is on a. Uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Listen, that's I don't a, a that's on I don't think it's the one that that's you're on the menu about. in the champagne room. You get yes. you definitely have to. Uh, have well, Cardi B would knock you out and uh, run oh, your credit card. Didn't Genuine sing a song about that? I think so. Rumble pony. Oh. <laughs> 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 If you're on it, uh, let's do it. They made a lot of uh, carousel horses up there, and I guess those are rumble ponies or something. I don't know. Up in Binghamton. They made like projector I horses. I want someone from Binghamton to be listening to Black House so I can let you know. What a dumb fucking idea. Pick a cooler name. Yeah. We're, we're named after the, the carousel horses. Well, we it's, play good ball, guys. It's not as bad as the New Orleans baby cakes. I like a baby cake. I mean, I love a baby cake. Is it just cake. a bunch of hot girls playing baseball? No. Baby cakes. No, it is not. Hey. It hey. is It is because <laughs> at, Mar- at Mardi Gras, the uh, the king cake, there's like a little plastic baby inside of it. So that's why they're the baby cakes. They used to be called the Zephyrs. And then they went down to uh, Why do they all cakes. have better names before the current names? The current Because Zephyr's cooler. Yeah. We, they're, you know, the, uh, We're changing the name to Baby Cakes. Well, the, the exception of the rule would be the Las Vegas Stars that became the Las Vegas 51s, and oh, they oh. went with the uh, Area 51. Team. Yeah. Although I think they may have now changed their name again. So that's to the that's Las Vegas don't Raiders. Don't storm us. Uh, the lo- yeah. Don't storm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's so much to talk about. Yes. It's just good to it's see your you birthday. Guys. Happy it's belated birthday. Thank you. This is the long way after your actual day of birth. It's not that long. I'm a terrible. I don't really do like gifts, but I bought you amber ale, which yeah, I don't drink. It's That's it's just the, for you. The boont. Boont. Anderson Valley. <laughs> How is it? Is it up to your standards? It's boont. Yeah. It it's all right. Amber yeah. Ale I mean, my standards are. Fairly business is fairly low. They didn't have an Abita Purple Haze. Yeah, I do like the well. The Abita Purple Haze is best. You like the strawberry something, right? Uh, Strawberry's good. There's a Satsuma uh, Christmas ale. Just straight up, straight up Abita. We had the Christmas at the Black Cast Christmas. We did. We have the Abita Christmas. No, we had we had other Christmas ales. I think. Oh, we didn't have Abita. Yeah, which uh, you know when we. The last time Will was on, you asked about our Christmas show. Yes. And how many shows Um, we did. Yeah. We ended up uh, shelving the second show. Uh, Jeff did comb through it a little bit. I listened a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? I think that's going to go in a time capsule, and we'll unearth that just maybe next Christmas. It'll only be for a year. <laughs> Is it that but bad? I think uh, there's some technical problems. There's your obnoxious fucking neighbor who like took You just take that channel out, he right? Took, he, he, I took the... Yeah, you took that channel out, right? Yeah. 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 I just had him save a snippet of it so that whenever we do actually do anything with that, I almost called it footage, but with that audio, I was like, yeah, and then this was going on. And just hear a little bit He was bit like rapid fire talking to me in Spanish. Yeah. And I was just going, uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was, we, I was really drunk. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun night. I thought uh, we had good turnout uh, f- for... Uh, Mary Jane Watson was here. Yep. She was. Uh, did not ever get on mic at any point, though. I don't think. No, no. no. she's not. She's not quite the performer that yeah. uh, Sam Raimi made her out to be. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> God, damn, I've heard that of Sam Raimi before. That he he can get performances. Yeah, that, what an uh, asshole. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so thanks for hosting that, Will, and uh, I, I'm confident that'll become an annual tradition Listen, at Will's anytime. house. Yeah, well, not anytime, just Christmas time. <laughs> I'm just gonna invite myself over to your house every Christmas. No. Sure. I'm happy. I don't decorate my house for nothing. Matt no. and Casey will appreciate that that's how uh, Bojack has his annual Halloween uh, party every year. Mr. Oh. Peanut Butter just shows up with a throng of people, <laughs> and he's always like, what the hell? No. And then they just like do it. He's like, 
That, um, you know, just have a it, Halloween party at his house. Yeah, there's like it's uh, there's probably an episode where it's like they're jumping between uh, the '90s and the early 2000s and now, and it's all to show that Mr. Peanut Butter does the same thing with all these ex-wives that he has. Mr. And Peanut cur- Butter. He's a golden retriever person who's <laughs> also a TV star like BoJack. Got it. Uh, and he loves Bojack, but annoys Bojack, and everything okay. works out for him because he has a sunny disposition. The thing I know about Bojack is that what we've said for years in the Black Cast is every time that Bojack comes up, it's always like, "Yep, there's a new season about yeah. to drop." Well, I know that that won't now. happen ever again. The last yeah. part of it dropped and is gone. It's over. And you and you oh. finished it. And I think uh, mm-hmm. I the spoiler alert is that you were underwhelmed by the finale. Oh, it's but less the, but that, the the, the pen- penultimate was, episode you liked better the second to well, last one so it's basically the so Sopranos. I like a penultimate. I don't know it, should I just spoil like the almost end of it because it's sure. like I'd have I mean to I do just... want to watch it one day but so it depends like how much of a spoiler is it it's I don't know that it does he wake know. up in bed with Bob Newhart's wife and no. the whole thing's been a dream no oh, okay. he obviously closes his eyes and then realizes that he's been in purgatory the whole time oh, okay. that plane really crashed oh, oh. That's that's cheap. It sounds like lost. That's cheap. That's what yeah, saying. exactly. I hate that. That's that stupid. The worst. Uh, <laughs> cool. cool. I would be so angry if I got there in his purgatory. So now I don't have to watch it. Okay, great. So that's <laughs> anyways, no, uh, it's just yeah. So the 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 end of the second to last episode was like really intense, and then it's like kind of ends up not being what that anymore, sure. and you're like, oh, okay. So I was just kind of like, well, you kind of really put me somewhere. So I'm like not even paying attention to this episode. So I'll probably mm. just have to go back and watch it again at some point. The whole series? You're going to do a, a at, rewatch? At, at least that episode. But yeah, probably I'll watch the series again because it'd be fun to go through the go whole back. journey. You now know what? It's I, all available. What I'd like to have time to do is uh, binge all of Star Wars Clone Wars ahead mm. of the new season. But uh, it's not going to happen. No. I had that thought for a second. And then I was like. I can't even watch the fucking shows, the normal shows that I'm trying to watch. What are the normal shows you're trying to watch that you can't find time for? Literally everything. There's a list out there. I'm watching no television right now, except occasionally I watch episodes of that new Stephen King show called The Outsider. Because oh, I'm dedicated to Ben Mendelsohn as an actor, and I adore him. I do like Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. He's He's, my favorite squirrel. I was going to say chameleon. He is the best part of that movie, and everyone knows that. Everyone I would did. absolutely watch a movie of just him fucking around as a scroll. Wow. That, yeah. That's pretty mean because that cat was really cool and everybody <laughs> liked it. Goose? A lot. Yeah, Goose. Yeah, I saw Didn't that he movie. die? Goose? No, no yeah. it's fine. He no. like hits he... the top of the like glass when he's ejecting. No, no Goose? Fine. No, he Goose scratches is fine. Nick he scratches Nick Fury in the That's how he gets the ampere. Oh, I was mixing it up with Top Gun. <laughs> oh, you fucking dick. That was a long game. Wow. Oh, that was a long walk off of Jeff Durek here. Um, oh, what did he ever do to deserve that? So what did what did any of us do to deserve that? Well, Let's get back on track here. Yes. You had a plan. I did. I, it's all right because and this is more fun than the plan. David Hines will tell you. We'll let him dictate. Yeah. You know, it's like do the choose your own adventure You're episode. You're in the driver's seat now. Dude. Yeah. I mean, at some this point. Is the Bandersnatch episode. I, I actually think he shouldn't be able to listen to new episodes until he catches up. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to have to so listen just to talk shit about three, him. Until he he's going to have to listen to like. He's going to catch up and he's going to fucking hate us. He's going to have to listen to 300 <laughs> and, idiot. 330 more to catch up with us. Oh, my God. That's a. Uh, th- this man. 
here's what here's what he should get is his prize. He should fly us out, put us up, pay for all of our stuff. To where? Wherever he lives. I think it's Ohio. And we'll just talk at him for twenty four hours. Yeah. Just twenty four hours straight. We'll just talk at him. Now he has to he has to take on all of this cost. We're not paying for yeah, any of this. We're all poor. Sick. Everyone yeah. knows that. We don't make any money from doing this. Oh. You're welcome for three hundred plus episodes of free entertainment. Mm-hmm. I've given occasional gifts. No not not to to listeners? No, to you guys. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm talking no, about no, to no. listeners. Yeah, we're talking about the entertainment is free to That's the, true. To them. To the consumer. Only Matt has given us a gift. He's in ribs. He really has. Ribs and ribs, t-shirts, mugs. And alcohol. Alcohol. What if we find out that like he's giving us those ribs and then everybody else is paying him to thank him for thanking us and we're really missing out on everything else? I mean, I think that's entirely possible. That's why we're not making it all. You want to know if my... I brought him... Now that I'm at like more of a nine to five i bring some stuff to the office to have there like all yeah. the time i need a mug yep i brought my black cast mug. oh i think you nice. could uh insta a picture of that mug i could you know just yeah. to, just to see how it. it's doing to prove it. are you at the pc1 offices more or are you going yeah okay yeah i thought lady gang had their own they do studio. it's not lady gang related it's just one it helps me get out of the house because there's no dave anymore and it's kind of sad to like working from home for so long like it's helpful to just like keep yeah. motivated and like i get more work done not being here anymore so well that seems like uh, a great transition into the fact that we haven't talked on the black cast about dave because after that happened oh we never we never talked we, never talked we about did you were just deathly ill and you did we're just like oh didn't want to talk about that's it. right and we haven't really been together much. Well, if anybody follows me on Twitter, Instagram, no, I think, they, I think yeah. I already know. But I don't. Yeah. Not every. I'm sorry, but not everyone follows you on Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't follow me, fuck you. No, they, they probably, all follow regular they Will Sterling. You because of uh, your political. Views. I mean, that is very possible. But <laughs> see, here's the thing: I don't think that they've muted you because of the level of engagement. And I feel like the level of engagement is at least largely respectful. People who definitely disagree with you, you disagree with them. Yeah. They have a good back and forth. I've never told anybody like eat a dick. I'm not that person. Well, I'm sure in a certain situation, you probably instructed Told someone to eat your dick. Yeah. At some point. Sure. But you're saying on Twitter, you do, yeah. or on social media, you don't tell people to eat a dick. No. Yeah. Right. No. There was one person I did go after one time, and that I don't think ever resolved itself. <laughs> well, you know. But only one person. Only you know, one it's, person. Uh, it, it, well, you know, speaking of lost, it's just a lost subplot. It's fine. They yeah. don't need to resolve it's themselves. It's purgatory. People forget. I'm in purgatory right now. The black cast, David Hines, oh. will discover this. is just purgatory. I think that's what purgatory is. It's just listening, listening to, to all episodes of the black like, cast forever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean. That, no, that's wh- got to be hell. When we got to 350, <laughs> I think. Come on. You. When we got to 350, I tried to figure out how long it would take you to listen to all of them. It was, like, I, it was like several weeks, yeah. I think, right? So let, let's see. What are we at now? So this is 362. And then just on average, it's just easy to say. That each one's an hour, even though many of them are much longer. Sure. There's a handful. So, so 360. We'll just say 362 times 1.5. Uh, yeah, times 1.5. So, yeah, you're saying that they're on average 90 minutes? I don't know if that's fair, but let's just say that that's the case. So then, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are mathematicians. No, right? no, no, no. But I like Are the 1.5. Th- 360 Hang on. times I, 2 and then is 720. I'm going to 
divide it by so. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it would take you tw- yeah, it would take you three weeks. It would take you twenty two and a half days to wow. listen to all of it, and that's nonstop. Yeah. That's not like that's not like that's, that's not like going ten one hundred for a bathroom break. That's not taking a nap. Yeah, just three weeks of listening to Blackcast. Wow. And I mean, it's it's got my name in it, but I I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. I drink out of a cup with your name on it every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I mean, people who follow you, you've written extensively about Dave. Uh, and yeah. I, I remember uh, it was your Halloween party that you started talking about how you know he wasn't doing I got so the news well. that he had lymphoma, yeah. Yeah, it was it that day? Or? It was a couple of days before. Yeah, and I remember the last time I saw Dave, we went for that really long walk because he needed to get out. That was a Halloween party. Yeah, that was a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't, I think it wasn't, he wasn't around much longer after that, right? No. By the time I got the news and then the length that it was until I put him down was two weeks and a day. Mm-hmm. So it right. was su- if I had even paid the exorbitant amount of money just to get a check test right, the, the vets would have looked at me and been like, ooh, this is he is riddled with cancer. There's yeah. like no way. And like I it's funny in, in hindsight now, like all the little things that I just chalked up to like potential dog middle age because he was like six seven. I was like, Well, he's a shepherd, like he's getting like middle age. Ever since I had him, I always thought, and even the vet was like, "Oh, some dogs just have a sensitive stomach because he would like throw up easily sure. and he would get diarrhea really easily." Just like very Dr. possible, Ray. yeah, yeah, very possible. It was just you know he had it slow growing in him when I got him, you yeah. know, and sure. uh, so that he probably got fed by people at the party. He got so sick, his immune system was already fucked. Yeah, he had crazy diarrhea like all night. That's why we. Well, I remember that, that from the walk. A yeah. walk, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, he, there were good days and bad days, and the he just took a very very noticeable turn where I was like, oh, this isn't normal, and there was not a bouncing back. Yeah, and so I just had a vet come to the house and say goodbye here, and his box, his ashes are over there on the table with his little picture, and there's a painting I made for him. It's on the wall above his bed, which oh. is still here, which is right. kind of sad, but. Anyway. It's all right. Your roommate Katie sleeps there. MJ now. lays and on you rent, from you, time you, to time. You, you rent late. out Katie's room and she can sleep on Dave's bed. Correct. So I think everybody wins there. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah, and I think yeah, MJ was here for the uh, for the Christmas party, mm-hmm. and that didn't seem like the time. She's been here a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a dog friendly household. It's a very dog. Anyone who wants to bring their dog here is welcome to bring their dog. So even strangers can just bring their dog. Sure. All right. I'll, they can leave the dog. They can fuck off. <laughs> but I'll hang out with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Hey, leave fuck the dog. Off. Yeah. Leave the dog. Leave fuck your, off. Leave your dog. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that a lot of times that seems to be a little bit of a, of a challenge for, for dog owners is the idea of, well, you could spend all this money for a little bit of treatment that might not work and, you know, just possibly painfully prolong the inevitable. But yeah, if it bought him any time, it would have not been a pleasant time. Right. Yeah. So, um, I I think that you know Dave the dog has. And how long did you have him? Four years or almost five. Almost five. Yeah. So and Dave the dog was a was a big part, obviously, of your Instagram. He uh, oh, was yeah. talked about a lot on the podcast. He occasionally he appeared. Made the appearance. Several time, several yeah. appearances. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both here and then where you used to live. Yep. Uh, so, and uh, so yeah, and it was just uh, not a fan of the bell. No, we, I wouldn't do the bell when we would come we, over. I did a couple times. That, yeah. And he was just like, he's just like, come on. It's too loud. It's like, that joke wasn't that he's funny. He's like, I have supersonic hearing yeah. and that shit is loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, 
Uh, so in honor of Dave, you know, it's like he can hear that. And now oh, he's pissed. Every time you ring up a bell, yeah. an angel gets its wings. Oh, he just gave me his little wings, Fisher. He did. So, um, and I like that there's occasional uh, photos, new, you know, new photos. Uh, Dave still shows up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, I think oh, yeah. that's... I'll always be posting pictures of Dave. Yeah. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, that was a that was a very important, at a very pivotal time of your life, Dave was there for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, neither yeah. Jeff nor I were there for you. Uh, no, so. I felt pretty abandoned by yeah. every human but being in my life. Here's the thing: we were just like, "Yeah, but he's got that dog." Mm-hmm. We actually had that conversation. I'm like, "I don't think he needs us. He's got he's got a dog. That, dog." that dog can help him move. We don't we don't need to help him move. <laughs> he did actually. Those little <laughs> teeth pulling boxes and stuff. It's very cute. <laughs> I figured you'd bounce shit on his back. Every I, time I, he fell out the window. I, I do remember hurt. that yeah. I uh, guilted Bujenski into helping you move something. He did help me move a, a dresser because it was like, "Does anybody I know have a truck?" And I was like. I don't know. How about the asshole who always writes about how he got a truck from the radio station he works for? And, uh, then, and then he was wait, like... they bought him a truck? Well, it was like a sponsor thing. You know uh, what I mean? It was like like Center BMW would give Dennis Miller a car. You yeah. think he had to give it back? Uh, yeah, but he probably has a new truck from his new station. And he's he's crueling. crueling. Well, crueling is probably right. Cruising around Rancho Cucamonga. How come we haven't hung out in Rancho Cucamonga? I don't know. I was trying to uh, get him to commit to doing something on Saturday, this Saturday. Oh. Uh, but he may or may not be there. Because I'll be driving up the 57 from the OC. And it's like, if I go left on the 210, I can come back to uh, the valley where I live. But if I go right... Straight off to Rancho. Right in the Cucamonga. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. But I feel like it'll be easier to hang out with him out there because... Yeah. We, we, well, we discussed that we would... We we were we took a Uber to uh, fucking... Hermosa. Hermosa. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take an Uber to Rancho. I would drive and just, like, you know, stay the night or something. I wouldn't... I'd, I, it's, it's too farther, right? It's too far to Uber. Yeah, it would. It would be like Ubering, but it to, would take us the same amount of time because that traffic to Hermosa is absolute garbage. Yeah, but the traffic out that way, can, you know, it's just that's it's true. L.A. It's that's true. true. Isn't Rancho? Is that close to like San Bernardino? Almost. Yeah. He, I think he works. I think he, Bingo oh, Casino. We've been. We've been twice. Will has performed. Well, You've performed there. there yeah. well, I've seen Kiss Acoustic twice. It's pretty close to close to Big Bear. Yeah, it's on the way to Big Bear. Yeah. Do something like that. Uh, do some big bear. bear. Do a big bear. We also have a Joshua trip planned. Joshua oh, yeah. tree trip. Planned. And a Joshua trip. We're going to go Joshua. to our friend Joshua. Yes. He's going to go there. Joshua. 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 Let us hey, stay at your house. Fucking come over here. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Can we stay at your house? Uh, so your mother I, makes the fucking best <laughs> slutty brownies I've ever had in my life. Oh my god, I miss slutty brownies. Oh, so do I. That was a that was a thing for yes, it was a little while there. I was a big fan. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, now, I you know what? Isn't that shaming to call them slutty brownies in 2020? That's yeah. yeah. That's like a 2014 thing. Slutty Ethically, brownies. slutty brownies. Yeah. Ethical slut is somebody who wants to sleep around. As somebody from a region where we still call uh, sprinkles by racist names, I say you call them whatever the fuck you want. What? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm assuming sprinkles in New England are called Jimmy's. Is that a, is it's a got well, a racial comment connotation? I always I didn't know that that was I knew that they called them Jimmys in in Philly. <laughs> I knew that and they I just assumed that. I, I assume every word that someone says in Philly means well, something racist. Yes. That's <laughs> so. that is also true. That's why they adopted it. They hadn't heard that. They were like, "Oh, new racism." 
Yes, please. Can hey, we have it? Uh, my girlfriend's friend is from Philadelphia. Oh, there's also news on the Black House. Oh, yeah. In a relationship. This is Christian's birthday episode, but it's basically all about me. Yeah. Uh, just all about like, Will. All about oh, not all about Will. Will. Yeah. Uh, from Philadelphia, and I made a passing comment about uh, a man who ate poop off the ground. Yeah, after because they won. I, I talk about that all the time. <laughs> Super Bowl. And uh, very, very, she had a lot of defenses for why Philadelphia fans are. But no, I no, no, hear no. that. But, but that's still true. Like you, like if you believe the Philadelphia fans are great, that's fine. That's her thing. Everybody, but from that guy still ate fans. horse shit. Yes. Ooh. Everybody from Philly believes the fan Philadelphia fans are not crazy. And I'm like, there is zero arguments in your favor. Everything I've ever seen okay. is absolute nuts. And a man eating shit after a victory. Look, it's not even like you got like. <laughs> there's a show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that yeah. has done multiple episodes about being like an Eagles tailgater. And they throw full beer cans in the show at people because yeah. that's something they do in real life also. <laughs> yeah. But not just sometimes, not just one guy once, all the time. Yeah. If Correct. you're a visiting fan in a visiting jersey, you will get a full, possibly lethal beer thrown at you. Like, you're garbage people who do garbage things. You can't defend that. You just got to go like, it's really unfortunate that there's a big debaucherous fan base. Just like I have to go, I'm from this learned, beautiful city that's got a nice big sect of racist pieces of shit that do things like straight pride parades and are all oh, right yeah. and everything Oh, else. I forgot about the straight pride like, parade. But I'm just saying, Where like, we're supposed to go, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. Well, I wasn't proud enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like... It, you can be a city with great qualities and still have a Acknowledge cesspool that you have of shit. Shitty like, yeah. It just people. is what it is. I know? mean, yeah. I don't know what's a better example than you know a wonderfully rich cultural city that's just full of so many things. Uh, but uh, New Orleans, it's mm-hmm. like it's it's such an awful place. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, I've always but, wanted to go. Just, no, there's so many great things yeah. about it. But it's like you go down the wrong street, you go over here, you go over there, you're like. Oh, okay. I see. All right. <laughs> There's a, a, um, a new documentary on Netflix called The Pharmacist, which is pretty interesting. So it's about... Wait, Randy from Vegas? The Pharmacist? The pharmacist. Shout out to you, Randy. Hey. Hey. I don't think he listens, but it's basically it's all right. This pharmacist's son died um, because he was going to buy crack, and then it turns into this whole thing, and then he... Uh, didn't know his son was like doing drugs, whatever, whatever. So it leads to after that whole thing gets resolved, he goes back to work and sees all these kids picking up Oxycontin all the time. And it's like, what the fuck's going on? That's a hardcore barbiturate. So because of what happened with his son, he steps in and it turns into the whole thing of like this one doctor who is like beyond over prescribing. She was like created a giant like clinic where people were camping out for weeks just to get their um, trifecta soma. Oxycontin and um, Xanax, Jesus. which is basically heroin. Like those three together make heroin. Uh, and she was just giving it out. She had the, there was like the, this huge case against her. They couldn't even like stop her. They had to go to the board of doctors to revoke her license because the DEA couldn't even shut her down what? because pain is such a subjective thing. She knew that it lived in such a gray area that prescribing these kinds of things, it's like you can make it beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're clearly misprescribing it, yeah. but because it's subjective, 
no one can stop. You. That's where you need like a Ben Grimm to come in there and be like, I'll show you pain subjective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time. It just, just punches her through a wall. Much, rips her, this rips pharmacist, her arms off. This, this pharmacist <laughs> is that guy. And it's like, because he like wouldn't stop pounding them, like gets chased down, goes to the FBI. is like, they're chasing me. And the Damn. FBI's like, get the fuck out of here. This is on Netflix? Yeah, it's on. It's really good. It's still, put this on regardless tonight. Regardless of what I've you guys said. Go, why don't you guys leave so we can watch this movie? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to rush home and uh, watch uh, Don't Fuck With Cats so I can jerk <laughs> off to it. Oh, yeah. oh, God. What? The reason I brought it up is just it's set in New Orleans. And one, to the point you made, like this guy's from Bernard Parish, which is this kind of nice-ish okay. middle class thing. And then it's like you cross the train tracks and you're in the ghetto where his son was shot. And they were just like. Oh well, yeah. That's where murders happen. The police yeah. aren't even gonna. The, the police were like, everyone knows you don't go to Murderland. But it was like the yeah. police were so corrupt and bad that they were like, stop calling us with leads for your son's murder. We don't care. Like we don't Whoa. care. He was murdered. He was buying crack. All we right. were glad. Say no more. I'm gonna watch this. Movie. Say no more. Well, let's well, go to New Orleans. Say no, no more. New Orleans. Is, New Orleans is Again, a great time. New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. But New Orleans is great. I would never say like, oh, you're from New Orleans. You must be. I'd be like, oh, you're from New Orleans. What a rich, beautiful history you guys have. I'm not going to focus yeah, necessarily yeah. on the worst part of it. But yeah. let's also acknowledge that we know you're from a pretty tough place. Yeah. But I don't think you can say anything. You don't have anything kind to say about Philadelphia. You don't even like the Rocky Steps, I bet. Look, I haven't, oh, come on. I haven't spent enough time in Philadelphia to have any redemptive feelings about it like yeah. i just basically have dealt with people from philadelphia and sure. like driven through it i don't really think i've even spent a full day there so i don't think I'm, it'd be fair of me to say emphatically that philadelphia is the worst garbage city in the entire world i just feel that that might be true my intuition tells me based I on think the people in that the i've world, met there, there are probably more literal garbage no we're cities. just gonna that's stick true. to stick to the united states okay I, I feel like especially there's, there's the, no way it's worse than mumbai i mean okay you know, that's fair I, yeah that's just, fair and you know what like i it, places like um when you when you hear some of the things that happen in places like mumbai and other stuff it's like that's when you realize that there's this line that we all walk where it's like you should be respectful of other cultures and understand that sure. just like people do things the way that they do things. But when you also know that it's like, Hey, don't let their, don't let too many people gather in a group in Mumbai, because then if women walk by, they'll probably get serial raped by that group because that's the kind of shit that goes down in India. And it's just like, you, it, what, where's the line between like respecting <laughs> that like oh people just view the world people differently because different. we were raised yeah. different and like yeah. well this is clearly not okay but you guys are treating it like my, it's okay yeah my rule is like you live your life do whatever you want so long as you don't hurt yourself you don't hurt other people if you want to hurt yourself i guess that's a thing too like but just it's, the, it's really life. the other people it's yeah. really the other people and so if there is a pattern of behavior that has led to other people being assaulted and or hurt then yes we should keep an eye out for that same type of pattern of behavior i agree with you however i would say that just like the pain thing it's subjective because there's certain things that you may feel are hurting someone that they may feel or through their culture that they believe emphatically and without question like no no, no i'm not hurting you i'm mm -hmm. helping you i'm doing this i know this sucks but it's like and i would i would uh qualify it the same way as like no, it's like exercise pain. Yeah, I know that this physically hurts, but it's for your betterment. Like, no one's saying that you should, like, 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Like their belief yeah, is that this I mean, is I know. growing pain, whereas you're just argument, seeing it purely as pain. I do think that those things, though, is psychological trauma, like inherently in and of itself. And so when you have those kind of things happen, the idea is like we want to live in a free world where like we have been given, like if we believe in inalienable rights, like a free, you know, peace. What is it? Not, no, I was going to say something nicer. For, uh, life, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness. Thank you. Um, also, let me just chime in with truth, justice, and the American way. Correct. Mm. And that's the American way. I can get behind. Not whatever's going on. Um, <laughs> the, the, the South American way. How about that? <laughs> yes, the middle <laughs> American way. Some, yeah. Yeah. Um, Central American. Yeah. The, so I do think, though, that like – and I'm not – listen, I'm not a religious person. And I don't believe – because then, then you get in the argument of like, well, God wants this. You know what I mean? Which is you get the same thing from like Christians too sometimes. And so ultimately, it's like, what is the most like discernible idea about a universal truth? And like, I think that's like, do unto others. Like, that's reflected in like seventy-three different world religions, basically. Which is like, yeah. pain. I don't like pain. Pain is not good. So if I don't like pain, I shouldn't cause pain to other people because I know that pain is bad for me, and therefore it must be bad for other people. Mm-hmm. And if neither of us are causing each other pain, we'll probably get along. So. That's kind of like to me the most like default rule. It's like yeah. So if someone's like I'm causing you pain, but you'll understand that it's for your betterment. Like this dude in France who's a writer. I just read in the New York Times. Is like wrote extensively about like like young like pedophilia relationships. With, oh, like, a I know the guy. The, the one like, you're talking about. Uh, it's a guy who's like creepy. widely celebrated. Yeah, but then finally, this, finally, like a woman was like. Yeah, but no, but this dude, yeah, this dude old. did stuff to me when I was fourteen. Right. Yeah, and this like rich French aristocracy, which funny enough has been like, taught like, shown in certain degrees in French horror movies for fucking ever and ever and ever. And there's a great movie called Martyrs, which is basically about this exactly. Uh, that like, that that's not okay. You know what I mean? I think that we know for the most part that like nobody had to tell me growing up like, hey, don't have sex with kids. I just knew that I wasn't into that. Didn't let make me, any sense. Let me ask you it. a question. I'm asking for a friend. Don't. What if you are a kid and you have sex with another kid? I'm just asking for a friend. Is that okay if you're a kid? Well, if all you're kids, like six and you have sex. Despite with a girl what we feel six? about it, kids experiment with their sexuality from a very, yeah. very young age. So, I I, I think that that's uh, to to speak on that. I remember when I was young, getting scolded. Cause I was like looking, I was trying to find like naked fourteen-year-old girls. Cause I was fourteen, and yeah. I was trying to find girls my age, your age, not understanding yeah. the greater scheme of things of like, oh no, 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 searching that. Yeah, <laughs> there were two people I was attracted to Sorry. in my life as a fourteen-year-old. And they're boy. both. Oh, I was gonna say they're both here. In this not room. two people. Yeah. I mean, like two kinds of people. <laughs> One girls my age. Two my teachers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Was, see, I think is. Well, if you'd gone to a different school, that could have really been something. Not all fun. my One, teachers, but I had a math teacher that I thought was. But I think that's like normal. Like there's like certain older. You, I mean, here's the question. After. Like, so you were 14. How old do you think she was? Do you think she was like in her late 20s, or was she probably like, in her probably in her 30s? I was just wondering in if my she memory. was like in her 50s or something. That no, would have no, been no, fascinating. No. In my, would have been fine though, maybe. Listen, in, my, sure. in my life, I, there was a third category, and it was all other girls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if I saw a picture of like a hot – but you know what I mean? Like course, in terms of what of I like envisioned of like a relationship and where my life – like was I yeah. also attracted to fucking I get it. Terror I, I, yeah. I jerked yes. it to girls in my class too. I get it. 
I jerked it to girls in your class. That's the weirdest thing. That Even is Even though weird. I didn't know them and I was a lot older than them, but that's besides the point. We got really serious and also really weird. No, no, but it's fine. No, yeah. I mean, for me, it was, I think, that it started, you know, at the top of the pyramid was all girls. And then it just sure. sort of goes like, yeah. do they talk to me? Do they hate me? Right. And might hate me. That's fine. You know, because then I'm yeah. like, all right, that's still that's still uh, game on. Uh, so we were talking about the the weird French thing, though, and yeah. it is very it's... acceptable in certain societies. And then that's the sort of thing we're like, wait, but that's not cultural because they're fucking kids, correct? You know? And then like, like, I'm not talking about your 19 and your girlfriend's 17. You know, I mean that stuff. It's uh, like whatever. Sure. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking if, about. Yeah. I'm talking about like you're like a college. Yeah, professor. he's like a 50 something year old man. Yeah, yeah. and, and a girl's like 14 like... or 15. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about fucking Lolita, like that. Exactly. That dynamic. Exactly. Yeah, sorry, we're gonna say, Joe. I think you look on it now and you see like maybe the 21 year old with his 17 year old girlfriend, and you're just like, wait, why did you look at me when you said that? I don't think I've ever told that story. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, they're wearing that Lando shirt. I remember. Uh, I think it says. What does it say? Smooth or I don't even know what it says. It says Yule, 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 Yule smoothie. smoothie. That, yeah. Well. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I forgot what that. Twenty-one-year-old, seventeen-year-old. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sometimes he's hit a little close to home. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying. Like I remember when I was younger, like at that age, being like. Oh, they're so much older than you. They have so much more life experience than you. Like yeah. now you look back and you're like, no, you guys are the same to me. But you also understand that like, because I felt that way back then, that there was something to that, that like the years when you're only 18, yeah. like every year is so precious because like it's been so filled with shit right. versus now it's like, I've got so many of these years that are interchangeable because they're all just filled with work and sleep. Like I don't, I trick, I, I played a joke on my sister that didn't last very long, but it was hilarious. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm dating somebody now. I have a girlfriend. She's like, Oh, like what's her name? Like talking about, she's like, how old is she? It, now, in reality, my girlfriend's only two years younger than me, so that's like a negligible difference. I, and very seriously, I went, oh, she's 21. And then I let it hang for a really long <laughs> nice. time. Nice. And she was like, oh. Uh, and I was like, she, of course she's not fucking 21. Could you imagine? I have a rule. Oh, let's hear about rules. Yeah. I like rules. I, these kind of like dating rules. I, yeah. I, yeah, let's hear what they are. When you get into your 30s, I don't I didn't really start I don't think I really figured out adulthood and thing. I don't think anybody really figures out adulthood until you get into your 30s. We we might be at a table of guys who still haven't figured any of it. We out. definitely I, haven't. Yeah, I we can have guarantee not. at least one of us has no idea what they're doing. That's you both pointed at me. Yeah. But sorry. <laughs> Even yeah. though you have kids, like oh, no, Jeff no, no, and no. I've had side that conversations about that... we might have to take them away from you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. But, Either pick one or just take them both, well, whichever. Either yeah, way, yeah, it's going to yeah. be fine. You we'll guys can. Cool uncle. Yeah. I was just going to set uh, Felix off on MJ to like ride off into the sunset. Yeah, that'd be great. Put a little saddle on there. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, in, your, in your 30s. You can't date somebody when you're in that transitioning period. Funny enough, I think if you were 40 and you dated a 30-year-old, that's less weird to me than you being well, a, a 30, 30 year old dating had, a 20 year old. A 30 yeah. year old has experience. That's what some I mean. Degree of life. Is you don't really figure your shit out until you start to get and, into and your here's the early thing 30s and you're, you're like, oh, shit. You're 20 year old. It's like, uh, okay, so what's their story? Did they go directly from high school to college and then had a good job afterwards? Right. Or did they 
drop out of high school and work three jobs and like really like live a rough life for a few years. Cause then it's like, okay, that person has gone through something. Sure. But most of the time when you meet somebody, like, so when I met Heather, she was 20 and then turned 21, uh, I don't know, a few weeks later, but I was 28 at the time. Okay. So I was seven years older than her and it was just like, Oh yeah, it's fine. Because once she was 21 and we actually started dating after she was 21, it's like, well, at least we can go to bars together. Yeah, that that was a fairly there was a fairly That's loose rule. A... Yeah, it was a fairly loose rule for me. Where it was just you like, also probably didn't have, you felt like you had your shit figured out. At twenty eight, I I had I had less shit figured out than probably most people do at like twenty two. Yeah, no, no, twenty eight. I uh, mean, I had just moved out here uh, yeah. to Los Angeles a year earlier. So I was, I definitely regressed in a lot of ways, but uh, I knew yeah. when I was ready to date again, not like, Oh, ready to my heart broke, but I went through a divorce and I immediately got into a relationship and that was, I mean, I learned a lot from that relationship. Nice fine. girl. Very nice girl. Yeah. Loved her a lot in that capacity, but it just wasn't correct. Yeah. So when I like consciously was like, Oh, I think I'm like ready to like go look for kind of like a person. Um, I, my one was they can't really be, they can't be, I changed the age range on the dating app to like the minimum age was 28. Cause I was like, I'm not going to date somebody who's that much younger than me. And two, I was like, I need to know that they've been through like, oh yeah. Like an equal amount of shit. And I don't mean that in like a negative way. No, no, no. Just, just life. like, cause you could still date somebody who's like 30 who has managed to not, I don't know. Like I meet people all the time. We're like, Oh my God, both my parents and my life is this. And, I, and I'm like, Oh man, like all the things that like, I feel like I've experienced that like aged me prematurely emotionally. Sure. But I, you, I mean, like, you could I also have a guy who empathizes who's, with my weird emotional shit. You could also have a guy who's in his like mid thirties who went from high school to college to grad school did a PhD, worked on the thesis, and is still sort of in school, alternates. I, I, I know someone very who this is actually the definition of. He definitely listens. He definitely knows he's being called out, and now you guys aren't friends. He definitely doesn't one. listen. Okay. And it's just, you know, and like alternatingly, like uh, lives home with his parents and, you know, just moves around a Mid, little bit. Mid-30s. Oh, and I mean, this was up until a point. I, I think now, I mean, he's, he's, he's my age, so okay. he's probably 44 maybe even 45 he, no 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 not now but like you know and then so my point there is getting to your late 30s doing all that it's like you're not as far off you know you're not as far along as somebody who graduates college and goes out in the workforce and through struggles and yeah actually goes through having staying in academia and that's how like you get this weird crazy french aristocracy too it was like these people just like you just create this weird incestuous cycle of like crazy rich psychopaths and they just like build this weird society of these like how certain rules and morals don't apply to them and all this kind of stuff like that's how that's how they got the french fucking revolution and those fucking people still exist it's weird like what how did this how how and then i learned like reading about this art like thing like they have different rules on like consensual age and stuff and i was like who can we doesn't fucking nato Shouldn't NATO get together and discuss well, this? Like France has different. Yes. What's their con- so there there so the not so much what you're thinking of, but sort of the the loose rule for the French is the ideal age to be with someone is half your age plus seven. 
So is if, that really what they believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was, uh, and there's there's ages where that worked really well for me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Uh, then when you get really old, it doesn't work anymore. Right. Because now it would be well. So now half my age would be 22, plus seven would be 29. Okay. All right, I'll probably be all right. Yeah. But you know, uh, You're 60. Yeah, that's that's when it's well. See, then that's 37. That seems that sounds about right. I don't know what 37 year old wants a 60 year old, but if you're 60, it's got money. Well, but anyway, so what were you actually going to say? Well, about? just that they don't like, we are like, this is absolutely not okay. If somebody was wrote, wrote and published shit about like having sex with eight year old boys in Thailand, which this guy did. Yes. We would be like knocking on their door immediately. Like what the fuck else is in your house? And again, it's just like it. Look, it's weird. Even as an old man, if you're, if you're dating 17 and 18 year old girls, but that is, you can just sort of be like, all right, it's not the end of the world to the extent of eight year old boys. That, that is so much more jar. And by the way, eight year old boys, eight year old girls. I'm not saying that the gender eight. Sure. Eight is just like, yeah, even, even if you're 10, I think eight is problematic. None of it's good. It's all bad. It's all weird. Just be a fucking mature adult. Don't date two people who are fucking way too much younger than you unless you're at an appropriate age where you feel like someone's got their shit figured out. And at 18, I guarantee that fucking person does not have their shit figured out. No, and I mean, when you get past, like, legality and stuff like that, it's like, I mean, by the time I was, honestly, before I met Heather, just the idea that at 28, I'm like, what am I going to talk to like a 20 year old about? And that's the exception to the rule. And it's like, there were always sort of rules. I mean, I remember when I was younger, like, you know, out of high school into college. Uh, So I was born in 1976. So I was always like, all right, so I'll date a girl uh, as long as she's born in the 70s. Sure. That was my, my, uh, you know, I was like, oh, that that works out pretty well. And then I met a girl who was born at the end of January 1980. And I'm like, all right, well, that's close enough. And then once you give in on one of your rules, you're like, oh, Heather was born in 1983. I? You know, uh, and let's just say before Heather, there were, people who were born a little bit later than that. You yeah. Know, 1990. So. I met a girl at a bar. I was like, that girl's, this is no, not 1990. <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, not 1990. I have to think for a second. Cause now 1990 is 30 years ago. Yeah. But anyway, Natasha wow. was born in 90. Like maybe what six. the f- really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I was born in 87. Yeah, me too. Um, whatever. Maybe <laughs> six or nine months ago. I was at the den. Close enough to 69. Hey. Hey. Wait, you were at the den. I was at the den. Cold transformer stomping ground. Oh yeah. my gosh! Uh, for a birthday, and I saw this girl, so I thought she was really cute. <laughs> Calling it the den sounds like the place for a prowler. So it, I just had to put it out. There. It is the place for lots of prowlers. Um, there's a lot of fucking weirdos there. So I saw this girl; was really cute, and I have no problem just like walking up to. People. I was also super drunk. Met this girl. Didn't seem like she didn't appear super young. Like just the way she carried herself, the way she dressed, like. I just sort of assume that everybody I'm around is like kind of my peer. You know what I mean? Like sure. when I go out, I just like I don't make assumptions. I'm like, oh, that unless you know very clearly like that person is way too young or old or not your type or whatever. So I'm talking to her and uh, she's like, I find out that she's 21, and I was like, oh shit. Still ask for a phone number. I'm very intoxicated. It's fine. Text her the next day. Hey, this day. is a judgment-free zone. Don't remember her name. Text her the next day, and I'm like, "Why am I doing this? This is ridiculous." Nah, and Jeff, uh, is this ridiculous? What are yeah, you doing? Absolutely yeah, absolutely ridiculous. No, it's not. Not yet. Yeah, she was like, told me she still lived with her parents, and I was like, "Oh, still okay? No, that's not okay. You don't live with your parents. You bring her to your place. 
I don't know. None of this is okay. So I'm like, what? why am I texting this? Just 21. This isn't. This isn't even That's like 11 18 years and a half. No, what I'm saying is it goes into my rule, which is that there's no fucking way that girl has her shit figured out, and I'm not gonna try to take care of her emotional stuff as she gets it figured out. Fair enough. However, do you think that again it goes back to a con of a conversation that we were having earlier, where mm-hmm. it's like she's still 21 and has plenty of agency, sure. which if she's just like, hey, here's a guy who I want to bang out. It's not that that was, like, wholly inappropriate. Mm. It's just that I knew that, like... You didn't want any potential for anything more, so you just felt like, well, I don't really know how to bro- broach if this. If hypothetically I got into a relationship with that person, there's no way that it would work. No. Because the emotional... Inte- now, I I'm not, it shouldn't say that all 21-year-olds have zero emotional intelligence. But you can say that. If you want but to. If, if you if like, you feel that you can likely say it. we don't we don't do well with a twenty one year old demo if, the under forty crowd. I'm a like thirty two year old man, which I am. The percentage of twenty one year olds that I would date who are emotionally aware and present and intelligent have gone through shit and been to therapy and understand all these different things is very very low that I would meet that person. Yeah. So I don't want to date somebody who's super young. Because, one, I'm not interested in just a purely sexual relationship because that's not really the kind of person that I am. Oh, I wish. Too <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Well. You know, because uh, where, where you're at in life. Yeah, yeah. Well, our, yeah, we have something special. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, and so she just stopped texting me, and I remember being like, oh, thank God. I just like texting her. I was like, you know, you're like, you meet a hot girl, you get a phone number, you're like, I have to do this. Yeah. I'm single. I have yes, to text them. No, I have I mean, to try to go on a date I'm with not, them. Like. I'm not from like the age where we texted, but yes, the yeah, idea. Like, I feel like I, I yeah. need to see this person. Texting is so much better because, again, yeah, I know I'm really well, old. But ghosting is we, like we a used lot call, more We used difficult. to call. And yes, there were still cell phones when I was single. But as I always point out, we didn't text because text cost 10 cents Very each. Expensive. And you didn't fucking text. Yeah. Nobody texted. If somebody yeah. texted you, you got angry. But then, like, calling a girl who wasn't interested in you, I'm like, well, that's the worst. Yeah, well, there's some return to you're actually having time. a conversation with. No, no, if they answer, and like, oh, they don't want to be on the phone. I well, hate I'm going to try and make this work. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Eventually, she just didn't text me back, and I was like, oh, thank God. That was like the out. I actually, like, wanted there to be a reason for me to not keep doing my male brain move, which was like, yeah. try to go on a date with this person, even though you shouldn't do it. I just like kept go like that's guys well, do that. I mean, I think that what it comes down to is you reach a certain age and you're just like, what am I going to talk about? Nothing. With someone and I knew all is, of that. Yeah. You know, and it just depends on how old you are and what that number is. Yeah. You know, and then. Hey, you want to learn about my divorce and my dead parent, my recently deceased dog and like all my shit. And by the way, the answer is yes. Uh, yeah. Well, girls, panty so, dropper. So, uh, by the way, some girls, absolutely. hundred percent. Well, probably. yeah, but then you meet an emotionally intelligent person who's about the same age as you that you're like, oh, yeah, all of this works. And then I'm now I'm in a relationship. So with 32. Person. Yeah, I, I can see. Yeah, I mean, a girl's 32. Sure. But, you know. You give it a few more years, you're like, well, you know, let's let's maybe dial it back a little bit because you know, girls who are 32 might have might be uh, looking a little further down the road than you want them to at this point. You know, it's like let's just have fun, let's hang out, we can be serious. I think that you get the same shit with 25 year olds these days because again, I think so many people are so influenced by media and they have TV telling them like, there's a ticking clock on your life. Yeah, and they go like, oh my god, I'm 25. I've reached a quarter century. I'm old. I'm, I'm halfway to old. Wow. <laughs> and then they I go, mean, you're 25 right now. You, within your lifetime, 
Manhattan's going to be underwater, and yeah. you know, I mean, the 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 average global temperature would be 150. So there's all these things that you worry about. Whereas, like when you're old like me, you're like, that's fine. It's going to happen. It's going to. It's like it's going to be bad for my kids, but me, I'm. Uh, yeah, fine. I'm, eh, I'm, fuck my kids. I'm fine. Um, as we wind down this installment of the podcast, I think it's a perfect transition. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. To talk about the perfect example of someone who has their shit together at an older age and dates much younger and David does Bridget. exceptionally well with it. And that would be our friend, uh, unfortunately, the late Orson Bean, oh. who had Allie Mills, the mom from the Wonder yeah. Years, yeah. who was 30 years younger than him, maybe even a little more. Yeah, but how old were they when they got together? Well, exactly. But And, and she always, you know, he told the story. But and we had her actually, we had both of them in the studio on the radio show at one point. And just, you know, like when they met, she's like, oh, he's really great. He's fun to hang out with. But it's like he was just too old. And yeah. they, they were together for 25 years or something. And uh, Orson was a delight. He was 91 when he passed away. And when you hear that Orson Bean passed away, you're like, oh, okay, he's 91. But then, uh, unfortunately, it's uh, – I'm not going to go into the specifics, but it's, it's terrible how he died. Yes. It was a traffic accident. And you're just like – Oh my God! Like he was ninety-one, but I don't know. He probably, he probably, hit, you know, Kirk Douglas died at one hundred and three. I was going like, to say Orson, Orson Bean seems Orson, like somebody who Orson had at least twelve more years in him. For sure, you know, just because like I, the last time I saw him was last June. Uh, he did a record a couple episodes of Dennis Miller Option with him, and it's always great, yeah. you know, just to have him around because he's always got stories, and he always, you always. Asked uh, Orson, "How are you? Better than I deserve to be yeah. every time. Hundred yeah. percent better than I deserve to be." He always said that, and uh, it was uh, just because he was such a great guy because he had amazing showbiz stories. You know, uh, Jane Mansfield sitting in her dressing room backstage in the theater, completely naked, just talking to him. And I'm like, "Well, that's who has that story? Just right. Orson. His stories about everyone." So I loved him in that way. But then also, he was just such a he was just such a great soul. Uh, and I tricked him into being on the black house a couple of times. Once I went to his house and record, I went to Venice and he, he welcomed me into his home and recorded for like an hour. Uh, I think that's black cast two Oh three, which I have sort of pinned up on, uh, the SoundCloud, uh, black house because I thought people might want to hear that. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, you know, it's sad. It, it, like when somebody older passes away, you're always like, wow, they really had such a full life. It's sad when you're 91. You're like, oh man, he, he had, he definitely had more. Yes. You know, yeah. he was like in rehearsals on a play that he was gonna do. You know, right. in the fall. So, uh, it was, um, it was sad because you know the reason I met him, of course, is that he was Andrew Breitbart's brother. Uh, sorry, right. father-in-law. Right. Uh, his daughter Susie married Andrew, and it, 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 Andrew always said about him that he hit the father-in-law jackpot. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, yeah, because like, I love my father-in-law, you know, and uh, everybody, you differing degrees, you probably like a, a parent of, of your significant other. But then when you're sitting down and it's Orson being with all these stories that he tells on the radio, but then if it's at the dinner table and the whole family's there, he's going to tell stories you can't tell on the radio. Right. You know, right. and so just the idea and it was just like, like Andrew loved him so much and they were both such you know, two like of the most interesting people I've ever met. And it was, uh, it was uh, very upsetting to see. And then the nice thing is 
so many people heard about it and they took the time to tweet at me and at Dennis just because they know they, they think a lot of people that were doing that, they didn't really know Orson, at least not the modern older version of Orson be, they only knew him from the radio show or the podcast. So it's like, it's nice that people are like, Oh, thank you for sharing all those stories with us. And, uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it's very sad, but I mean, you guys both knew him. I mean, Jeff, I don't know if you ever actually met him. I don't know if he came in for an episode, yeah. but he was definitely on an episode of Dennis's show while we were doing it. Yeah, yeah. but Will, you would have met him I a met few him times. A handful of times. Yeah, he, he yeah. came in. I'd have him come in every few months, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it was on the show That, that show was in Culver City. He lived in Venice. It was right. very easy. He always drove himself, and you know. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, even as recently as last year, he was 90. He drove, and... Uh, you know, uh, God love uh, Orson. Uh, he was a uh, little bit flirty with Lindsay. Always very funny. <laughs> that it's like you're ninety. You, just recently. Just last That's year so when he came funny. back, it was just it was yeah. funny. Like not not even remotely inappropriate. Right. Just just like in the so like there's the there's charming there's like, there, there, look there's old creepy Hollywood. old man yeah. and then there's like oh sweet old man you sure. know and that was Orson and it was just always funny. It's like yeah and he you know he would talk about you know just sort of his his life with. Alley and you know and just uh, it was always very funny you know so uh, but yeah we and yeah uh, Liev actually uh, texted me when he heard because he remembered you know Orson coming everybody loved Orson yeah. you know and uh, it was uh, it was it's very sad to to uh, hear about but um, I don't know I think it helps when so many people are like oh man we're really gonna miss that guy and we love it. you know when and I I wrote a post about it. Uh, on, on Instagram, got a lot of comments. I think it's more sad when people are like, oh, "I'm sorry, you lost." I don't know who that is. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's it, it, when it's relatable in some way, and people kind of want to commiserate about how they're sad about it too. I don't know. That sort of makes fun. Anyway, I don't know how to wind it wind it down, but I did want to talk about it a little bit. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was very sad to hear. But uh, I, I I knew him for probably ten years, which is crazy. Yeah. You know. That uh, I, I, look, I've known people who are older than him, and it's just uh, y you know n nobody quite has that sort of. I don't I don't know if I can use the word alacrity because I think I might not have it right, but the, just sort of just that full of life. And anyway, he's a great guy. We missed him, and anybody who's been on the Blackcast, uh, obviously, it's uh, it's just like, well, he didn't need to do that, you know. <laughs> he's, plenty of other things to do in, in yeah. your life than uh sit down with me but uh he was uh he was always great he'd always ask me he'd ask how the kids were he's uh he'd ask uh, how's the wife uh she's not beating you too much is she <laughs> and uh not too much just a little yeah usually i ask for it but um so anyway but uh everybody's welcome to share their thoughts uh, on on orson or any of the uh, fun topics we've talked about in this episode of the black cast um and uh there were many knowing how we ended this episode i i wish we could go back and change the whole conversation no no no, no. it's all right i knew i knew i wanted to end talking about orson i didn't want to uh, mention it up top because yeah like we were we were a little bit uh, rusty you know but uh well, how dare you I'm always looped up no 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 we look we're we're like ready for life but uh we hadn't black casted together in a while you know that's what i mean yeah well that's fine uh, Will, where do people find you online <laughs> to keep in touch with you? At Will Sterling underscore. 
And uh, Duray underscore Jeff. That's a good follow. I haven't seen much from him lately. I don't think I've tweeted anything in a long time. From either place, right? No, I just yeah. haven't really been tweeting. Hmm. I don't really know. I don't have anything to tweet about. See, Most I think of the you shit do. That co- occurs to me is just sad sadness or just stupid shit that it's like if I tweet this, Most everyone's just going to be. Most of the shit that be... occurs to you is just sadness. I think that if you that tweet out really sadness, bad. like if you have really sad thoughts, just add LOL after it. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, yeah. just do like use that crying <laughs> laughing yeah. emoji. Tweets to kill yeah. yourself too. No, yeah, if it's just like <laughs> I'm thinking of running the car in the garage. And just sitting in there until no. I go to sleep. LOL. No. Yeah. Hereditary. Let's hey, not go I for bought, Orson I bought, tribute to suicide. I bought 15 Jones. feet of rope. LOL. LOL. Um, I, I, I think I look I fat today. LOL. This whole time. All right. So I'm taking well, it away from the suicide to just uh, uh, self-hatred. Let me go back to one of our previous things. Since we've now changed topics enough that I feel comfortable going back to this. I wanted to say it before. But just out of wasn't the shell now. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, it was... To something we were saying, but then obviously we had a more serious discussion. Yeah, I did that. You could have legal consensual sex oh, with boy. somebody who was not alive for 9-11. Yeah, uh, actually our friend, uh, not no, legal no. not legal consensual sex, like uh, our friend uh, Sam Whitfield, big fan of the show. He's not on the Mount Rushmore. That's, because where, had, that's what made me think of it. Because yeah. he was talking about how he was just having a conversation with someone and just something about 9-11. And it was like, oh yeah, we learned about 9-11 in school. And he's like... We learned about it in school. She's like, yeah, I was born in 2002. Oh. You would be 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, yeah, uh, Lenny Dykstra, uh, former, uh, well, no, uh, uh, World Series champion, sh- champion with the 1986 Mets, and National League champion with the 1993 Phillies. Uh, he had a tweet, uh, something about 9-11, uh, on 9-11, about how, so this would have been last year because it's 2019. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know, a, a girl who was born in 9-11 is finally legal. And he uh, had to delete the tweet <laughs> because it got too much, uh, <laughs> a, little too much a little too much heat for him. Oh, God. Um, oh, but, yeah. boy. But, oh, boy. That was the first oh, boy of 2020. <laughs> yeah. But it is crazy to think about that uh, that's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, all, all of that. Um, what better way to wind it down than uh, to talk about another tragedy, which is at Jeff Duray on Twitter. Hey, if you guys want to discuss horrible things and sad thoughts, I'm He's here. got some thoughts on the Hindenburg, yeah. the Titanic, uh, the uh, the Manson family. My whole podcast is going to go over like a Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Weren't you supposed to be working oh. on the, uh, the the Jeff cast? It was like, I thought I had a decade. You had that. a decade you to do it. Decade, but yeah. You're like... I don't know. You only have eight years left. He's going to wait till the last minute. Listen, the way that I do this is I take (laughs) nine years, 11 months to gestate on this idea. Four weeks and two days. And then on the last day, I go, oh, shit, I should do something. And then it's just your fucking DJ Tanner. DJ DJ Tanner. Uh, You know what? Here's the important thing. If you learn nothing from this podcast. The only thing you need to know is that you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. You can like the Blackcast on Facebook at Blackcast on Twitter, blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-I-S-T.com. And I could go through all of the shows that I do at After Buzz TV, but let's just really focus on oh, DJ <laughs> Oh, Let's just shit. focus on Remix. Thursday nights at 9 Pacific. 
Star Trek Picard. You can find me over there on AfterBuzz TV. There's so much more to talk about. And uh, we will have to do that next time on the Blackcast. That's a nice one. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgo. Listen in the Blackcast. Oh, yeah. That's the Blackcast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. That's that guy, Christian. You rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. I want to try something that I thought of in the dry over. drive over. Jeff, take your pants off. No, not that. You know, I don't know if you guys know, but the Three Stooges would always do this thing where it's like, Hello, hello, hello. So I want to yeah. do welcome, welcome, welcome. I just want to try it because we've never done it. So like then it. Are we figure 362 <clears throat> shows. Yeah. Wow. We should do a practice one first. Okay. B, is it going to be like welcome, 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 and then all together. And then a welcome, big, welcome. then a big like three, two, one, welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah welcome, welcome. Okay. So who's, who's one, two, three? Uh, do we want to shoot for it or? Just, just feel it out. <laughs> should it be Will? Because Will's the most handsome. And then you would be second, and then I would be third. Jeff is the most handsome. I'm, I'm least handsome. No, n- definitely not true. I'm low totem pole. Lando Calrissian. He should handsome. go first. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Will, why don't why don't you start? Ready. <laughs>